Here's some good stuff again. Praise God. Okay. Oh, of course, like I say, you know, your Bible's laid out. This is, it is, it is a perfect timeline. I remember yesterday I got to tell somebody that, you know, we were talking and I said, well, you know, the Bible's it's a perfect timeline instead of like, well, it's just a book. It makes me feel good. And, you know, it's just, and some people go, well, we just have to take it by faith. See, some, some of that's going around now. We had to take it by faith, but it's not like I read the word of God and have faith in it. No, they're actually saying, well, we don't really know. We just have to have faith. I'm like, oh, my goodness. We do know. Praise the Lord. But anyway, uh, I want to go back to uh, Genesis here because in Genesis, I, I've learned this, just reading it over and over again in the Living Bible because it's a language I can understand. I can understand it in the King James you know, but you have to struggle to catch up with it. Sometimes it sounds like it's, oh, it's holy. It's holy. It was never meant to be that way. It's a language. It's like we talk today. It's, we communicate. Okay. But anyway, I've learned this, and this is neat that you should think about this too. In Genesis 1, 2, 3, 4. Okay, that's, it's creation, creation recap right here. And then Adam and Eve, of course, and they fall. And then... Cain and Abel, Cain kills Abel, that's what happened. Then by the fifth chapter, genealogy, okay? And then you got, uh, so the fifth chapter is a genealogy. Five more chapters, another genealogy, okay? So anyway, so it's fifth chapter and the tenth chapter, and it all tracks. But anyway, by the fifth chapter here, after that genealogy, it mentions Lamech had three sons, Shem, Ham, and, and no, wait, uh, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay. But anyway, so by the time you get to the sixth chapter, that's when it's, there's, an ex, uh, there's a uh, population explosion. We'll see. See, look, here's Genesis chapter 1. You know, God began creating the heavens and the earth. Okay, we got that. Recap. Heavens and earth successfully completed chapter 2, and he describes what took place. Here's a summary of the events. Okay. Chapter 3, then, oh my gosh, that's when things went down. The serpent just said, oh, you can eat of that tree. It ain't going to bother you. No, you can't. Okay. You know, it's interesting at the end of that. I'm just, uh, I just, I just, on the way to the lake yesterday, I was taking my boat. I was listening to this again. No, I just record my voice and listen to it. And it's been there. and you, It's actually out there. You can go listen to my voice at the website. Just go look for Genesis 1, 2, 3, whatever. But uh, when I was reading, I, I thought, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Uh, let's see where it is. Uh, right above that. And this is Genesis chapter 3. Uh, look at verse 20. Of course, this is lies. This is fairy tales. No, it, it can't be. You know, when you study the Bible yourself and try to think of some things on your own, is Israel, are there really such people as the Jews? Yes. It's very, very hard to convince yourself this never took place. And then and if you honestly look at science... Go up on any mountain you want to. There's oysters up there. There's, there's seashells. You know, you won't find, you know, uh, dinosaurs laying on the tops of the ground. They got buried in that stuff. In that, but the, the, most, that's where the most common fossil there is, it's like 94% of all fossils are marine. Okay, here we go. Verse 20 in, in Genesis 3. The man named his wife Eve, look at this, meaning the life-giving one. For he said, she shall become... The mother of all mankind. Now, of course, today we are so used to hearing, and I'm thinking, you know, my, my kids survived, but everyone, we did too, but I hear it so much. It's just almost like, well, we're supposed to uh, believe in evolution. We're supposed to, well, why, did, why didn't these guys think so, you know? 
the life-giving one, for he said she shall become the mother of all mankind. Let me show you something else that's staggering. Let's go to the book of, the book of Acts. Is that me? Oh, it's you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. The book of Acts here. Look at this. Chapter, I guess 17. Let me go here. Acts 17. Uh, let's see. Paul is, this is after Jesus was resurrected. Okay. Uh, yeah. Paul is, uh, Paul was, we've heard of Athens. This is what it's named after. Our city of Athens is named after the Athens, Greece over there. Okay. Wait. Paul was waiting for them in Athens. He was waiting for some other Christians. Okay. He was deeply troubled. This is Acts 17, verse 16. He was troubled by all the idols he saw throughout the city. He went to the synagogue to, for a discussion with the Jews and devout Gentiles and spoke daily in the public square to all who happened to be there. He also had an encounter with some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers. Their reaction when he told them about Jesus and his resurrection. Why, wow, he's just a dreamer. He's pushing some foreign religion. I mean, they did not understand this resurrection stuff. Now, we're talking Paul here. Paul wrote most of the New Testament letters toward the end, you know. So he's totally off his rocker if he's wrong. Look what he says. But they invited him to the forum at Mars Hill. Okay. This is sometimes they call it the great sermon at Mars Hill. Well, watch what the sermon's about. Come and tell me about this new religion, they said. For you're saying some rather startling things, and we want to hear more. I should explain that all the Athenians as well as foreigners in Athens seem to spend all their time discussing nothing but the new ideas. Okay. Now, this is your Bible. This is Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. This is what happened in the book of Acts. Acts is a short historical book, a great book. You should think about whatever happened in the book of Acts should be happening to me. Snake bites, you shouldn't die. Car wrecks, you shouldn't die. There was a shipwreck with 276 people. Every one of them survived. A man, God, I was just reading this. and just It's good to keep reading your Bible. I forgot about this story. Paul's preaching. Long-winded preacher. You know what happened. It's actually... Uh, chapter before this, right after this, maybe or maybe right here. Paul preaches, a guy in the window with some of Bob's candles lit, you know, flickering. And like Bob, he fell three stories and was dead. Well, wouldn't that make you mad at the preacher? But Paul rushed down there. Now, why did Paul rush down there? Paul have a medical degree? Uh Uh-uh. They were taking handkerchiefs clothes and stuff from Paul and you could lay it on a dead person or whatever or somebody who's sick and they'd be made well. Wow. Paul said his life's still in him and he was. He was okay. But anyway, so Paul's trying to tell them this stuff is true. Okay. He said, I was out walking among your many altars. One of them had this inscription to the unknown God. So Paul had a great idea. He said, I'm going to tell you about that God. You've been worshiping him without knowing who he is and now I wish to tell you about him. Look at verse 24. He made the worlds. Boy, you will have such a better day any day of your life when you, when you wake up and you have problems and worries and you just remind yourself, he made the worlds. Don't think he made evolution. It's, it's not evolving. You, there's no record of it. Everything that was buried, it happened in a, 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 it was just a massacre, a live, I mean, just an instant massacre. Well, Noah's flood got him. But anyway, uh, uh, things are not getting better. Your car, your roof on your house doesn't become a new roof every three years. It deteriorates. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Anyway, he made the world. Look at that. And since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. And human hands can't minister to his needs. He has none. For he himself gives life and breath to everything and satisfies every need there is. Look at that. 
He created. Now remember, Adam said, I'm going to call her Eve because she will be the mother of all living. <laughs> that can't be so. It was so. He created all people of the world. Look at this. From one man, Adam, and scattered them across, uh, the scattered the nations across the face of the earth. He decided beforehand uh, which should rise and fall and when. And he determined their boundaries. For this purpose in all this is that they should seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward Him and find Him, though He be not far from any one of us. That was Paul's message to the lost world. Look what else he says. And here's that song we sing, In Him we live and move. Look at this. For in Him we live and move. And as one of your own poets says, we are the sons of God. Well, we were. Wow. Wow. Okay. Let's go back to Genesis here now. Okay. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm thinking of something just a moment. Let's see. Six. Six chapter. Here we go. Okay. Anyway. Okay. All right, anyway. Anyway, Genesis chapter 1. Uh, I just want to recap just a second. Genesis chapter 1, he created the world's. Okay, chapter 2 by chapter 3, you know, it all goes downhill. You know, Adam, you know, he's gonna. It's his wife, you know, sexual intercourse with his wife. She gave birth to a son, Cain, meaning I have created. Okay, well, you know what happens here? Uh, if you watch it real quick, Abel was a shepherd. Cain was a farmer. At harvest time, Cain brought the Lord a gift of his farm produce. Abel brought the fatty cuts of meat from his best lambs. Now, now try not to jump ahead and think some things you may have heard a preacher say. Or whatever. Look at the story. Think of yourself as a third grader. Don't think of yourself as being in theological school. That's, that messes up so much. Okay, He presented them to the Lord. The Lord accepted Abel's offering. Well, God was just, no, look at the obvious. But not Cain's. This man, look at the, oh, it made him dejected, very angry, and his face is full of fury. He's got some sort of trouble. Can you see that? And that's why the Lord said, why are you angry? Well, that's part of life. People on the parkway cut me off. <laughs> you know, The Lord said, why is your face so dark with rays? Now look about this. It can be bright with joy. You know, God wants us happy. But anyway, you know what happened? I mean, the very next thing, he kills. He kills his brother. It's just like they go out in the woods and just, I, I, I just want to kill you. Man, wow. See, look what he did. One day he said, hey, let's go out into the fields. And while he was there, Cain killed him. He, and remember, God told him, he said right here, watch out, sin's waiting to attack you and destroy you, but you can conquer it. Man, he just, wow. Okay, in this same chapter, uh, Cain is, uh, he leaves. He went out in the presence of the Lord, settled in the land of Nod, okay? Cain's wife, you shouldn't worry about his wife. Remember, it had to be his sister. Go to the fifth chapter. Just say, let's answer that real quick because I know these thoughts come up. Hey, what are you? Here's a list of the descendants of that. Adam was 130 when Seth was born. He already had two. Oh, that's what I wanted to see. Praise the Lord. Look at that. The very image of his father in every way. Well, that was, that was, uh, that was for Seth. There's another verse. I'm trying to think where it is. But Adam was the very image. And it's not Genesis 1. It's later after the flood. Adam was in the very image of God. Okay, anyway, same thing. Seth was born. Adam lived another 800 years. Look at this. Sons and daughters. Died at 930. Okay, so Cain's wife, we don't have to go, well, I'm not reading the Bible because it's fake. Oh, come on. 
Raise rabbits, rabbits, you know, they, whatever. Raise cats the same way. Okay, anyway, so here we go. Uh, Cain's wife conceived. She had a baby son named Enoch. He founded a city named Enoch. Okay, now remember, we're thinking two people just start doing the multiplication. Look at the years and stuff. It's starting to populate fast. Okay, this Enoch here in verse 18 is not the same Enoch you hear later, but just keep going. Neither is that Methuselah. But anyway, this is uh, Cain's descendants. But now look at this. Lamech married two wives, Abdon and Zillah. Okay, he's got two wives. Okay, and he's saying one of them became a cattleman. Okay, the other was a musician. And uh, anyway, one of them opened up forging bronze and iron. So it wasn't the cavemen days. But look at verse 23. One day, this is the dad. He says to his two wives, Listen to me, my wives. I killed a youth. Who attacked me and wounded me. Now think about, he's, we just read it. He's five, his great, 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 great granddaddy was Cain, who killed his brother. If anyone, it says, if anyone who kills Cain must be punished seven times, anyone taking revenge against me for killing that youth should be punished 77 times. He knew this kid, it was like somebody throwing rocks at him. And then he got sticks and he was going to kill him, probably shooting arrows at him. He's like, what is wrong with this kid? And boy, Lamech took him out. And look what he said. Boy, man, if anyone gets in trouble for killing Cain, somebody should get 70 times as much punishment for trying to, uh, for getting me for killing that kid. Later on, Eve gave birth. She's still alive? Yes, yes, she's still alive. Gave birth to another son, named him Seth, meaning granted. As Eve put it, wow. God granted me another son for the one Cain killed. All right, anyway, Seth grew up, had a son named Aminus. Now watch this. Look at this verse. It was during his lifetime. Now this is, remember Adam, the next chapter says Adam had him at 130. Okay. During his lifetime, the men that, uh, that men first began to call themselves the Lord's people. Well, it sure took them a while. Well, no, think about what was going on. Going downhill, going downhill. Okay, real quickly, here's a genealogy. That's all it is. The descendants of Adam. Got them all listed right there, coming down. Anyway, it comes down here, it says, and he, uh, after Lamech, that's Noah's dad, 565 years. Then he died at 777. Anyway, Noah was 500 years old. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay, now we covered this before, but I want to catch a little bit of it. Chapter 6, population explosion. So can you see already how quick the Bible is? But we're fixed to have a flood right here. This is Noah. Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Good times until you get to 3. Then all of a sudden, 4, Cain kills his brother. And then you've got a genealogy here. And here we are. Population explosion took place. And it did. It did. You can actually do the math and see how this could be. Okay. Uh, there were beings from the spirit world that looked upon beautiful earth women, took any they desired to be their wives. Then Jehovah said, my spirit will not, always, will not forever be disgraced in man. Holy evil is him. I'm going to give him 120 years to get this figured out. That's why they say Noah was preaching for 100 years, 120 years. In those days, when the evil spirits okay, from the spirit world were involved sexually with human William, William, human William, human women, the children became giants of whom many legends are told. Well, we've got history of giants. David killed a giant. You know, that's just one. There was the, the children of Israel didn't want to go into the promised land because there's giants in there. What was going on? Anyway, when the Lord saw the extent of human wickedness and the trend and direction towards men's lives, only toward him, he was sorry he made them. 
It broke his heart. He said, I'm going to blot out from the face of the earth all mankind. Yes, the animals too, reptiles and birds. I'm sorry I made them. Man. Well, was he justified? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the whole world was filled with wickedness. Look, it wasn't just, well, a little bit. No, it was full of wickedness. But Noah was a pleasure. You know, it's so funny how when sometimes you'll see a prophet and he's saying, man, if you guys don't get, no, he, he just says y'all are doomed. And all of a sudden these people will repent. And all of a sudden it never happens. Manasseh was one good one. He threw his kids to the fire. He did terrible things. He was a king of Israel. And boy, he found out he was toast and he repented. And God told whoever the prophet was, he said, did you see the way he's acting? It was actually Elisha, Elisha. And he said, go tell him it ain't going to happen in his lifetime. It'll happen to his kids, but not going to happen to him. Wow. Anyway, he was the only truly righteous man living on the earth. He tried to conduct his affairs according to God's will. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So guess what's going to happen? The whole world is now going to be descended from here. Eve's going to be out of the picture, except for Eve was her mom and dad. I mean, her, the mother of these years ago. Great, 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 great. Meanwhile, look at that. The crime rate rising rapidly. Man, it's seen by the world. Seen by God, the world was rotten to the core. Now, what's interesting is we can be blind and act like we don't know nothing, but the evidence is out there. There was a massive flood. They tried to say it was a local flood. Now, a local flood wouldn't have got those oysters on top of the mountains out there, wouldn't it? These, not just these mountains, the biggest ones. Everest, whatever you want to call it, they're up there. Amazing. Uh -uh. They got this stuff called lava. It's a, it's a special kind of lava. It only grows. You know what's cool about it? This lava only grows in the ocean. It, uh, it's, it's volcanic. It only has to be in the ocean. And guess where it is? On top of these mountains. Anyway, just a lot of cool stuff. Anyway, he said, No, I've decided to destroy all mankind, for the earth is filled with crime because of man. Yes, I'll destroy mankind from the earth. Make a boat with resinous wood, sealing it with tar. Construct decks. Look how big it is. 450 feet. I don't know, women, men here, whatever. You just, you just think about that. 450 feet, that's pretty doggone long. My house is 90 feet. So, wow, I got nearly five of my house. That's how long. Whoa, that's going to go three, three doors down for me. <laughs> and then now we're going up. Oh, actually, wide. 75 foot wide. This is only 40 foot right here, so it's, it's twice, you know, even better. Okay. Much more than twice. Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, 45 feet high. Woo! Golly. He said, construct. Look at all the details here. Uh, construct, construct a skylight around the ship, 18 inches. Okay. He said, look, I'm going to cover there to the flood. Now, I'm going to speed up. Chapter 6, get on board. They did. Wow. Look at this. Bring a pair of each for those I've chosen. Look at this. For eating. That's where we've got to read the Bible. Oh, we got into this health thing. Oh, we can't eat. Oh, no, 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 no. The Lord said, get these birds to eat. I dove hunt. It's been a while since I had a good dove hunt, but you eat those birds. Fried chicken. Mm, mm, mm. Hello. We just, that's, that's sometimes why we think, well, I can't read the Bible because it, it's so confusing. That's not confusing. It takes people like me that, are, that misrepresent it. That's what confuses everybody. But when you read it, you get it. You go, wow. Notice this, he says, there will be every kind of life producing again after the flood has ended. Wow. Now remember, Jesus said, in the days of Noah. Jesus believed this. Okay, now we're going to skip ahead. Uh, so here, you're in a flood already. Here we go, the eighth chapter. I clicked it, hang on a second. Well, we clicked it, but give it a second. There we go, eighth chapter. They've been, the, 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 the rain quit. God didn't forget about Noah and all the animals. 
He sent a boat, he sent a wind to blow across the waters, and the flood began to disappear. For the subterranean waters, you know, this is so cool about the Bible. Scientists don't have to help God. Oh, God, God didn't know that. No, nah, it was so cool. The earth itself, remember when he created it, it was uh, waters upon the, the spirit was upon the face of the deep. Right before God said, let there be light. It was like water, whatever, something. But anyway, there's water all inside the earth. Now we do have a hot core, you know, molten rock, but there's still water up underneath there. He sent a wind to blow across the waters. The water began to disappear. For the subterranean waters ceased their gushing and the torrential rain subsided. The flood gradually receded until 150 days after it created the boat came to rest on a fake place. No, that's a real place. It's a mountain range, Ararat. Three months later, the waters continued to go down. After another 40 days, Noah opened a porthole, released a raven, it flew back and forth. Okay, so it couldn't find nothing. It's just back and forth. Meanwhile, he sent a dove out to see if it could find dry ground. But the dove found no place to light. Noah returned for the water. Uh, no, and it returned to Noah for the water was still too high. This is Genesis 8, 5. Noah held out his hand and brought the dove back in. Seven days later, he released the dove again. This time, she came back with an olive leaf in her beak. Wow. So Noah knew that the water was almost gone. A week later, he released the dove. Boy, this time she didn't come back. 29 days. So you could count all this. That's why it's right out of year. Okay. Noah opened the door. The water was gone. Eight more weeks went by. Remember, they're up on top of these mountains. Then at last, the earth was dry. God told Noah, you can go out. Release all the animals, birds, reptiles, so they'll breed abundantly and reproduce in great numbers. So, here we go. Notice how far we are. We're in uh, Genesis 8. Genesis 12, you got Abraham, and there you go forward with your history, which we know real well. Release all the animals, birds, reptiles. They'll breed abundantly, produce, reproduce in great numbers. So the boat was soon empty. Noah, his wife, and his sons and his wives disembarked along with all the animals, reptiles, and birds and left the ark in pairs and groups. Noah built an altar there, sacrificed on it some of the animals that the Lord had said use. Okay. Jehovah was pleased with the sacrifice. Look what he says, I'll never do it again. Now we've heard this, Sunday school class, whatever. I'll never destroy the earth. Curse the earth, destroying all little thing, living things. Look at that. Even though, I'm going to highlight that. Even though, eh, come on. Even though man's, here we go, I'm going to do it again. Even though man's bent is always toward evil from his earliest youth. You know, does that make you think that God understands our situation? Yeah, that's right. He died for our sins. He knows. And even though he does such wicked things, as long as the earth remains, there'll be springtime, harvest, heat and cold, summer and winter, day and night. You know, I tell you, if we just trust him a little bit, we're so much better off. Look at that. God blessed Noah and his sons, told him to have many children and repopulate the earth. Notice he didn't say, and unfortunately, watch out for cancer, and unfortunately, hard times are going to come. No, with Jesus, we're not supposed to be dealing with that stuff. You don't have to come tell me about your problems. Go to the Lord and with your knowledge of the Bible and say, hey, Lord, what gives here? <laughs> Don't read another book. Take God's word and say, look, I, I'm taking the story of Noah here. When they got off that boat, you told them you would take care of them. And yeah, he'll take care of you. All the wild animals and birds and fish will be afraid of you. Genesis 9. You place them in your power. They're yours to use for food in addition to grain and vegetables. Never eat animals unless their blood is uh, you know, drained off, that kind of thing. And then he says, uh, murder is forbidden. Man killing animals must die. Okay. Uh, Anyone who murders shall be killed. To kill a man is uh, to kill one made like man. 
have many children, repopulate the earth and subdue it. The Lord said to his sons, Noah and his sons, I solemnly promise you and your children, look at this, the animals and birds, you brought all these birds and cattle, while I'll never again send a flood to destroy the earth. And you know, he's never done it. Do you know, that's why they say local flood. Well, it was a local flood. There's local floods all the time. So see how they sneakily try to get you to say, well, see, that stuff's not true. That He, he lied. No, it was a massive flood, and that was never going to happen again. Never. Anyway, I seal it with this sign. I place my rainbow in the clouds as a sign of my promise until the end of time and to you and all the earth. And you ought to use that sign. When you, I, around in Huntsville, I always see them in the, in the east in the evening when it's raining or whatever. Use that sign to remind yourself, praise the Lord, I believe that Jesus was right when he said, as in the days of Noah. Okay, so Jesus knew. And then we have the story. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will be seen in the clouds. And I'll remember my promise. Look at this. To you and every being that never again will the flow. Wow. Praise the Lord. Wow. I'll see my rain. Look at this. I will see the rainbow and, the cloud and remember my eternal promise. Wow. Then he says the names of his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And you can look on the back wall back there and you can see their genealogies. Okay. So from these three sons of Noah, look at that statement. Now we can just go home because that's a lie. Now we can believe Jesus is no longer true. This is, that, this is so stupid. This is dumb. God, you don't know what you're talking about. It did happen. You know, they have over in Turkey where the mountains of Arafat, they have a road. You know what that road's called? Noah's Ark. Are they trying to be real Christian about it? No, a place is full of Muslims. They don't like the Christians. Matter of fact, Trump right now is having it out with them saying, you better release that Christian pastor, pastor or we're going <laughs> to, you know, which is good. Wow, I think good deal. What's up with that? Noah became a farmer, planted a vineyard. Yeah, I'll read this story here. Looked like to me God saved the wrong person, according to what we'd say in Christianity today. He made wine. Now he's a sex pervert. We saved the wrong guy, I like to say. No, it's not. This is just life. Notice the preacher didn't come by and say, man, you keep your clothes on, pervert. We're going to put you on probation. And as for your drinking, that's not even the story. Guess what? This is where the Canaanites came from. <laughs> Not from Noah. His son, Ham. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father's nakedness, went outside, told his two brothers. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's silly, whatever. That's all he was doing as a brother. But it ticked off the dad. Then Sham, Japheth, Shem and J they took a robe and they held it backwards and they walked in backwards and covered their dad up. Okay. Let it fall across their father to cover his nakedness as they looked the other way. When Noah woke from his drunken stupor, notice this, no details about that. By golly, don't you ever drink. By golly, don't you do this. Don't you ever. Oh, drugs. Oh, my gosh. It's, well, great. We don't do drugs. That means we automatically go to heaven. No, that's got nothing to do with it. The guy's just spaced out or whatever, or you're just defeating your own life when you do that. But, man, it's your heart is what matters. You know, we, uh, even at the Emmaus thing I was at the other day, they, they just gravitate toward that. You know, like, this is Christianity. All the sex stuff, we push that away. And all the drugs, we push that away. And what? No, that's just a piece of it. That's a response. But that's not the heart. Cain killed his brother. He just, mm, kill you. Wow. All right. Noah woke. He learned what had happened. And what Ham, his younger brother, oh, wait a minute, look what you did, you pervert. He's in his house. Why is he a pervert? Well, who else in the world was watching? There wasn't but five. Well, six, I guess. Shem, Ham, and Japheth had their, their two wives, their, three, their, whatever, their wives. 
Noah had his wife. She had to be somewhere nearby, I figure. Anyway. Well, he cursed his descendants. He did? Yeah, he did. Now look up, remember we're in chapter 9. Chapter 9, wow, yeah. A curse on the Canaanites. May they be the lowest of slaves. To the descendants of my other two sons, he said, God bless Shem. And may Canaan be a slave. God bless Japheth. He said, well, man, Noah was a jerk. No. You keep reading here. Guess what? You ever heard of uh, uh, Nimrod? Nimrod was one of these descendants of Ham. And the Lord was blessing him like crazy. So although these guys were cursed by their dad, you know, they still wound up being blessed. Look at this. Noah lived another 33. Man, naked pervert. I never would have allowed that. Well, that's the reason we're not God, you know. And he cursed his son. God, he needs to go to anger management. Lived another 350 years. Was 950 at his death. Chapter 10. Remember I told you there was two genealogies? Here's your second one right here. The sons of Japheth. All the way down. Okay. All I want to do is go all the way to the end. Let me skip down a little bit. I do want to show you this. Look at that. One of the descendants of Cush. Now, Cush was one of the ones that was, you know, he was, he was a son of Ham. But look at this. Was Nimrod. He became the first of the kings, a mighty hunter. Look at that. Blessed of God. His name became proverbial. Someone speaking to him as being like Nimrod, a mighty hunter. Look at that. Blessed of God. That's what we are doing. Whatever we're doing, praise the Lord. I got God's blessing on me. I am blessed of God. That's the reason, I know Phil, when he mentioned that story about the truck, he know, if, if that, okay, that one's already happened, but he's going to know, I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen again. It's, we get used to being blessed. That's what prayer is about. Instead of being taught, well, sometimes God might set you back a while. No, he's not. That's the reason it was no shock to me. I was, I was telling the Lord, I said, Lord, you move that contract for me. There were over 80 people involved, and even one of my co-workers said, Richard, they did that for you. <laughs> I said, I know it. I said, the Lord had to have done that. Everybody else was picked up. Well, a few of them weren't, but uh, anyway, but anyway, notice this. The heart of his empire was Babel, all this kind of stuff. Now, we're going to skip on down here, but look at this. So here's all, these, here's all these ancestors, all the way down. Look at this. So all the men descended from Noah. Wow. Through many generations, living in various nations that developed after the flood. Boy, these are such lies. And don't forget, Jesus quoted out of Noah so many times, I mean, out of out of Genesis so many times. You're at chapter 10. So where's the Israelites at? Well, they're going to show up right here. Oops, excuse me. They're going to show up right here. The next chapter. At that time, everybody spoke the same language. This is the Tower of Babel. Anyway, it's a real quick story. Some more genealogy right here. Look here down to, this is ten, now this is 10 people, 10 granddads below Noah. That's the reason your Bible is a history line. 10 granddads, eight, uh, anyway, uh, let me catch the verse above that, chapter 11. Haran had a son named Lot. No, let me catch it a little further than that. Here we are. Terah was 70 years old. He had three sons. There he is, Abram, Nahor. You know, in the book of uh, It's two places. Oh, I think it's Matthew. No. Luke. Luke's account takes the genealogy of Jesus all the way back to Adam, which is a blatant lie if this stuff is not true. But we know it is. We know it is. 
you would see those list of people in here. But anyway, uh, there's Abraham. He's called Abram. Remember, the Lord's the one who changed his name. Anyway, Haran died. That was his brother. So Terah was his dad. Haran's his brother. Haran had a son named, oh, we know him. Yeah, Lot. Haran died young in the land of Chaldeans. We know what that is. Survived by his father. Meanwhile, Abraham, Abram married his half-sister, Sarah. There you go. His brother, Nahor, married their orphan niece, Milcah. Okay. Uh, you would see that person come back up in a few more chapters. Anyway, Sarah was barren. She had no children. We knew that. Terah took his son, Abram, grandson, Lot. Uh, his daughter-in-law, and they left Ur, okay, to go to the land of Canaan, but they stopped instead of at Haran, they stayed there. Then, uh, then Terah died, Abram's dad. Here we are, look at that. God told Abram, leave your country, this is it. He picks up with Abraham. From here on, you got Abraham all the way through the rest of, your, the, rest of the scriptures. Anyway, go to the land I'll guide you to, this is the promised land. Just look at his blessings real quick, we'll, we'll stop right here. If you do, I will cause you to become a father of a great nation. Look at this. I'll bless you, make your name famous. Now remember, we have these, these blessings are ours today. And you will be a blessing to many others. And I'll bless those that bless you. Now this is ours. It says so in the scriptures. And I'll curse those that curse you. And the entire world will be blessed because of you. And that's the same thing. Everybody around you is blessed because of what? Because of Laura. Because of Phil. Because of Myrna. Because of Paula. You know, praise the Lord. Cause of Bob, cause of Richard. So Abraham departed, as the Lord said. Lot went with him. Who's Lot? Oh, we just read. Abraham was 75. He took Sarah, all his cattle, and Haran. You know, and the, the slaves he got. Uh, anyway, excuse me. Oh. Uh, anyway, I mean, where they're traveling, remember they were like, I don't have an ATM card, you know. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Didn't need to. All you need to know was God. You didn't need to have anything except the Lord. Wow. Anyway, we better stop. Father, we thank you, Lord. We see that uh, even from creation all the way from through the flood and what happened after the flood, what you've done with mankind and where we are and who we descended from. And we just thank you. Praise the Lord. We have that blessing of Abraham. You're going to take care of us. And we just thank you for it. So, Father, if we're not feeling good today, if we're sick, we're hurting or whatever, you'll fix that. Praise the Lord. You kept them all safe in that boat. Hallelujah. You can keep us safe, too. Ah, and if it's financial, you'll take care of that. Praise the Lord. And know if it's something else, some major problem, whatever it is, praise the Lord. What's so big you can't fix? We just thank you for that. So that didn't leave anything left but for us to keep records and tell others about what great things you've done in our life. In Jesus' name.